There's the music. That means it's time for Animal Talk. Some of the best doggone pet people on the planet helping you with your pets, having some fun along the way. I'm Jamie Flanagan, and today it is an Animal Talk Rewind. We're going back in time to uh, 2007. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld came to town. We had Caesar Milan on the phone. It is a, a star-studded show. We have a mermaid, Dr. Brad, Donna, Rourke, uh, the whole zoo crew is here helping you with your pets and, and like I said, having some fun along the way. Back to 2007. And uh, Caesar Milan, he's uh, a friend of the show, has been on several times, and uh, he's always got a new book or a new season of his show, and then he's slinging it. For the masses, and uh, you know, so we get to talk to him. So hey, we'll take advantage of that because uh, he's got he's got great pet information as well. So and that's when he comes to the show. We have uh, some great information for you too. Jamie at animaltalkradio.com is uh, the way to send me an email. We'd love to hear from you. Animaltalkradio.com, the website, and then all the social medias. It's all animaltalkradio.com. The Instagram, the Facebook. The face space, we <laughs> make it jokes, but uh, we actually, our mermaid, we hooked up through uh, MySpace, and uh, so we got her to helping you with some fish questions as well. So, strap it on in, it's time for a rewind. Uh, huge, huge show today, uh, coming up, and, and but they, like I said, the professionals are here. And and to help no no matter what's going on, like the guy sitting across from me. I am Dr. Brad Davis here to answer any veterinary questions that you might have. Of course, if you got any problems with uh, behaviors, Donna's got you covered on those. Uh, our resident mermaid Kelly, oh. she's uh, she's going to check in with us. She's going to help us out with a fish question. And uh, of course, our buddy Rourke from ReptileSafari.org mm-hmm. has got the cold-blooded critters down too. Huge show today, like I was telling you, Brad. Oh boy. Uh, well, my name is Jamie. I'm just here to make sure everybody has a good time. Yeah, he is the Leonard Nimoy of radio. That's right. <laughs> Live long and prosper, but uh, again, colossal, colossal oh show. Uh-huh. If you think of uh, like the the biggest names in 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 entertainment and and pet entertainment, who who would you who would you pick? Um, Michael Vick. Okay. <laughs> On the, on the good side. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I dispense me by, me by entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> Work on that oh. definition a little bit. Lassie. Lassie is huge. Lassie is colossal, <laughs> and we could very well be uh, working with Lassie before you know it. Uh, <laughs> but we also have who? Um, the Dog Whisperer. Oh, the Dog Whisperer. Caesar Milan. Wow. Caesar Milan. Caesar Milan will be joining us today. And uh, we're talking to him about uh, mm-hmm. the latest season of The Dog Whisperer on the National mm-hmm. Geographic Channel. Uh, they're into season four. Wow. Uh, season two is just coming out on DVD with a lot of extra bonus features. And it's always, because Caesar, he is so solid in his training. And it's nice to have these as a reference. Uh, mm-hmm. Some people just love to watch them over and over again. And uh, like I told Caesar, I mean, I, I watch them because i got a crush on them. Oh, <laughs> well, who doesn't? Yeah, so uh, that was uh, that's coming up today. We'll be talking to Caesar Milan. He also has a new book uh, out as well. So mm-hmm. we'll be talking mm-hmm. to him about all that stuff. And uh, he's a, as always charming, charming man. Yeah, he is. So. He's, he's, he, we've we've had him on the show before, yes. and he was. And I, I don't I don't uh, I don't I don't watch a lot of the sort of TV like that. Right. I don't watch a lot of television, to be honest with you. But. I will say this, um, he was absolutely charming, and he's a, he was wonderful to talk to. So, Caesar Milan, Dog Whisperer, coming up today on Animal Talk. We're like right after the 15-minute mark here, we're going to have Caesar on. And it, it, when it rains, it pours. It's oh like you can't, you, oh. can't, you can't swing a 
cat in this room without hitting a celebrity today. <laughs> and it, it, Jerry Seinfeld. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and it's not just me doing Jerry's voice. We actually will be... Uh... <laughs> We're going to have Jerry Seinfeld on the show. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you seem so surprised. I'm, I'm stunned by yes. it. Yes. So uh, he has a new movie called The Bee Movie. Oh, yes. And uh, it's an animated feature. And it's uh, Jerry as B, basically. Uh, so Jerry Seinfeld... <laughs> so stunned. I knew, I knew I was going to get that reaction out of you. Ah, believe it or not, we are we are somewhere on the food chain. Where, I believe where we will actually get called back to talk to Jerry Seinfeld. And you know, we always ask people mm-hmm. when we have celebrities on. I bet he does know somehow. <laughs> I bet he does. Ah, <laughs> oh, I gotta remember. Was she in that movie? Uh, there were so many people in the B movie too. Was it really? uh, it's good. We didn't. Uh, we got to see not all of it, uh, but I saw a lot of clips. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerry came to to the area with the two directors, and uh, they showed clips, and, and Jerry talked about the movie for a while. And then we were able to sit down with them individually. But uh, um, they showed a lot of clips, and then they'd break, and they say, and then the bee goes outside of the hive, and the director, you know, and then they show another 10-minute clip. And so we saw a good portion of the movie, mm-hmm. but we didn't get to see the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But it, it, there's so many celebrities in it, and uh, the bee movie, it's going to be, uh, it, it, it's, 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 it's a lot of fun for the whole family. Mm-hmm. The, there's a lot of adult jokes in it. Yep. I mean, they're not adult nature, but, you know, the, the grown-up kids will get it. Uh, and and have a good laugh, and then it's just funny. There's mm-hmm. just it's just you know the young kids will laugh because it's just funny. There's mm-hmm. this good funny you know a talking bee. How could it not be? And the other thing good about it, it sounds a lot like one of the animal tunes come to life. Okay, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the future. Yeah, that's the future. But wow, so that's 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 incredible. That's 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 amazing. Yes, that's, so uh, that could be too much show. I know. That's what I'm saying. We got Kelly, a resident mermaid. Oh, Caesar Milan, and you know you need to go to the Animal Talk uh, page on MySpace and then find Kelly, uh, and uh, worth the visit. Yes, yes, yeah. She's she's a darling. She's a cutie. So, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah. So it it, it it helps pretty up the joint when <laughs> you and you and I come mugging it up <laughs> in here. So. Well, no, no. You're the you're the sex symbol. Oh, yeah. well, is that what it is? And yeah. And, and by the way, I want to tell you something. I want to say to you, you're being very brave here because yep. you're not talking about it. But I want to congratulate mm-hmm. you. Because, and it was and the voting was wrong. Oh, you clearly, mm. clearly, clearly <laughs> danced so much, so much better <laughs> than Wayne Newton. You should have stayed on the show. <laughs> but still, going this far and Dancing with the Stars is amazing. Uh, and congratulations. <laughs> well, thank you. You, you, hey, and I give it, I give and it next week I, was Cha Cha, wasn't it? Yeah. You would have done great. In <laughs> I'd do what I can. <laughs> so we're talking to the celebrities, but we'd also like to talk to you because that's really what we're here to do is to help you with your pets. If you're having a, an issue with your dog or your cat and, and you need some training advice, um, you'll get some great pointers from Caesar mm-hmm. coming up. And then you'll also, uh, our resident expert, Donna. Is uh, they're they're on the same page. They really are, and that's why I think Donna kind of crushes on him too. Oh yeah, is because he yeah. he is such a, a he's got it right. You know, she's got a huge crush on him. So uh, that's coming up uh, for your calls mm-hmm. to uh, to help us out uh, and and help you with your pets. If there's a medical issue, you've been to the vet and and you want a second opinion about something or you want something translated. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I need to finish these medicines? You know, should the dog be purple now? <laughs> he's on fire. How uh, do I put him out? Yes. Things like that. There you go. Stop, <laughs> drop, and roll. Good trick to know at that point. Uh, you can give us a call, and we will 
help you with your pet. Website, animaltalkradio.com, is mm-hmm. uh, your one-stop shop for uh, animal information and funny. And new tunes, new uh, Halloween tunes. Oh, the new Halloween tunes for October are, should be up, so that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so we'll check that out, animaltalkradio.com. You can just send your emails in to me, at Jamie, at animaltalkradio.com, or you can send them to questions at animaltalkradio.com. That's, uh, that's how that works. You just get a hold of us electronically as well. And that happens in and throughout the whole show. Uh, there's a um, on the MySpace. It's uh, myspace.com slash animal talk. Uh, mm-hmm. There's the site there, and we have the the MySpace IM set up, so you can always uh, just electronically sure. tune in in the little chat room there as well. So lots of ways to get a hold of us, and uh, I'm very excited because we are just moments away, just moments away from Caesar Milan. We practically for this show need a red carpet. With a rivers on it. After you be hit, yes, yes. <laughs> we practically do. It's we, such yeah. a big show. I, I know. Maybe we can get Colin to do that. <laughs> we got our zoo crew down here again. Colin's going to come help us out. He's actually, <laughs> I got him working. He's out there cutting the grass while we're doing the show. <laughs> uh, but your calls are very important to wow. us, and we want to help you and your pet. So you give us a call for all your pet questions to be answered. And hang on to your britches. <laughs> our, our buddy, the dog whisperer, he is headed back in. And then we're going to get to him right after this. Caesar Milan, the dog whisperer, coming up next, along with your phone calls on Animal Talk. Has your flock of seagulls run so very far away? Well, give Animal Talk a call. Jamie, Donna, Dr. Brad, it's Animal Talk. These guys are. They're the stars of animal knowledge, and they're ready to help you out, whatever the problem may be. And speaking of uh, stars of animal knowledge in general, and stars in general, coming up on the show today, Jerry Seinfeld. Yes, Mm -hmm. Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, He has a new movie called The Jerry Seinfeld. Brad doesn't believe me. You'll believe it when it happens. Coming up, Jerry Seinfeld. We'll be talking to him about his new movie, uh, The Bee Movie. Uh And uh, we'll also be uh, just chit-chatting about uh, various random things, Mm -hmm. uh, apparently. You'll you'll understand more when we get to the interview. But, uh, yeah, so we'll be talking to Jerry Seinfeld. And right now, I am so excited. Uh, We have uh, just an amazing... Amazing guest today. All right, our guest today, uh, when it comes to, where do I start? You know, when it comes to dog behavior and dog training, he, he, he's everything. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> he, he's, he's the host of the Dog Whisperer on National Geographic Channel, Fridays at 8 p.m. Uh, they're into their fourth season right now. A new set of DVDs are out now. Season two, the entire season two is out. And uh, he also created a foundation to help needy dog shelters. He's a best-selling author. He's written Caesar's Way and the new book out right now. Be the pack leader, and uh, he's with us on the phone, and we're very pleased to talk to him again. Caesar Milan, welcome to Animal Talk. Well, thank you guys. How are you? Oh, great, great. And at, right after your last visit with us, yes, uh, you were featured on on one of my favorite television shows, South Park. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Was so funny. It was like a week or two after. It was the most mm-hmm. delightful thing. And uh, did they get your permission, or did you help with the they voice don't on have that? Permission. No, no. They, but did they you, were very nice to me. Did you sue yeah. their pants? It was you. They they weren't making fun of you. It was making fun of the kids' behavior. 
behavior. And I think they, they, they really encapsulated your uh, approach very well. Yes. Absolutely. To the point that I rehabilitated the worst kid in America. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and then, and then you turn your back and then the mom enables them once again. <laughs> there you go. Sounds like my show. Yeah. <laughs> but, How often uh, you see that. <laughs> it is, uh, you're into the fourth season already. Fourth season, which is, which means more challenge. It's 35 new episodes. It's more than 100 dogs that we're doing. And, of wow. course, more than 100 humans that we're doing, you know, training. And, and uh, it's just I'm very happy about this one because we, we actually do follow-ups. You know, it's one thing that my, that my audience always wanted. So yeah. we're definitely responding with Be the Pack Leader, the book, and, of course, Season 4. Together, we, we're really going to give people the insight about what it really takes to be a pack leader and the meaning and, and the ways of creating the energy, because a lot of people say, so how, what do you mean about, you know, this common sort of energy? How do you create this common sort of energy? So between the book and the show, we'll definitely, we'll definitely you know, uh, make people understand what I mean and how can they create it. Excellent. And so where is the show going to take you this season? Twelve different cities, which is, you know, four more than last year. Okay. Yes. So how did how did it all start for you? How did how did dog training? How did you become the dog whisperer? How did it start for you? Well, I think it started all the way from Mexico. You know, race, being raised the way I was raised, uh, being respectful to Mother Nature. I was raised by my grandfather and my dad. They're both incredible with nature. And then when I was thirteen, I said I want to be the best doctor in the world, and it just felt good, you know, saying that. And I, and from that point on, I just focused on learning anything else besides what I knew about dogs, which is, you know, I, I, I learned about grooming, I learned about vet tech, I learned about kennels, I learned about a little, you know, and then I, and then eventually I started watching the last year in Tintin, that's when I show <laughs> and I have to go out to America to, to learn from these people, because obviously these dogs are incredible. Oh, yeah. You know, and then I, I, I saw, uh, when I came to America, the, you know, a lot of dogs were nervous, anxious, fearful, and, mm-hmm. and but the people wanted to train the dogs instead of you know, send them back into a normal state before they train them. And so that's when I say, okay, we know these people actually need dog psychology, which to me represents common sense. And eventually I opened my dog psychology center, you know, in Los Angeles. And I started using the pack because that's that's how I grew up. I grew up with a pack of dogs. And I know that the pack can help me uh, better than anybody else, better than any other tool in the world. And so, you know, that's that's how everything started. And then just things snowballed with the books and the show, and and now the the second season's out on DVD. Now, if people have seen the second season on TV, why would they want to buy the entire thing? But because, well, I would because I got a crush on you, Caesar. But uh, <laughs> why would someone else want to buy the, the the DVDs? Well, I think it's an insight. I think you know. I, I think uh, you can go back, and I know that a lot of people have have the uh, the uh, the record them, you know. Mm-hmm. But the, yep. you know, the, you can only record so much. You can always go back and, and, and see anxiety or see fear or see tension or see aggression or see whatever mm-hmm. and just, you know, take it frame by frame and study it and, and, you know, or just watch it all over again. I know people that have watched one episode more than 20 times. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's some wonderful... This season, season four, starts off with a bang. I love the first episode. It's it's incredible. A whole apartment complex held hostage. <laughs> and you walked in and, and I, I, I love it. I, I watch every season. I'm a huge fan and and it's it's just wonderful to see this because you are, are doing such a benefit for dog trainers and animal behaviorists everywhere. You're you're helping people understand that there's such a commitment involved to these dogs and we say that endlessly. 
but it's nice to see that you're able to bring that to the screen and, and people watch you work your magic. And this season was just brilliant. It started off wonderfully. Well, thank you very much. And, you know, I really believe in the pack, of course, and, and you know, community is a pack mm-hmm. and the apartment building, you know, is a pack or a group oh, of people, but they, they didn't know how to work, you know, together. They were working against each other. So mm-hmm. they have to, you know, make sure, you know, that the door is closed and, you know, and somebody walks at four and somebody works at three why they don't just make one whole happy pack? Yeah, you know? I think so you did more for I'm that apartment for community. And obviously, they enjoy that walk, and they felt that it's possible. They just have to make sure they do it every day. Yeah, that that well, that's something Donna promotes again and again. It's the schedules, mm-hmm. and and it, the dogs thrive on on the schedules. Caesar has a new book coming out. And uh, we're going to talk about that coming up uh, as well. Uh, it's called uh, Be the Pack Leader. And uh, what I want to know from Caesar, and we're going to get to it in just a minute, uh, is, is what's, the, what's new in, in the new book? We're going to find out about that. But we want to uh, open up the phone lines. We want to get people involved with this. And uh, if you have a pet question, we, we're happy to, uh, to help you out with anything you got going on. Uh, we're not slowing down the information just because we got celebrities left and right and front and center. No, of course not. We're here to help you out. Oh, I killed you there, Brad. There it is. Well, I'm just saying, just because we're horribly popular within yes. the show business community, yes. we still love you. That's right. And uh, we still want you to call us. <laughs> Absolutely. So... Give us a call, and uh, of course, like I said, we're going to get back uh, into this interview with Cesar Milan. We're going to talk to him a little bit more about his book and uh, some of the new and different things coming up on on the show uh, this year and what to expect. It's always great when when Caesar's here to uh, to to help us out and, and be part of the Animal Talk Pack. <laughs> we're running we're running with the big dogs today. Jerry Seinfeld's coming up. In the second hour as well, plus our resident mermaid, Kelly. It's lots and lots to come. More with Caesar Milan before you know it. Jamie, Donna, Dr. Brad, Animal Talk. It is America's Pet Show. Has your Fido been a Dumbo? Well, Donna can bring out the Einstein and your dog on Animal Talk. And we are in the midst of a conversation with the Dog Whisperer. Caesar Milan, uh, National Geographic Channel Friday nights. It's the Dog Whisperer Ooh. kicking off season four. And uh, so pleased that he's uh, able to talk with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, the book, Caesar's Way, was hugely successful. And the new book, Be the Pack Leader, what, uh, what will people find in uh, uh, Be the Pack Leader that uh, they didn't get from Caesar's Way? Well, I am responding to my audience more than anything, you know, with updates on dogs from previous seasons, you know, testimonials from the people that, you know, they actually follow through, and, you know, and more insights and ways how to apply this sort of energy, not just with your dog, but in other areas of your life. So a dog is a metaphor, you know, a dog is a teacher that helps you to, to get rid of fear, and, and then, you know, because when somebody is afraid of walking their dog, that's just, they're not just afraid of walking their dog, they're also afraid in other areas. Mm-hmm. So if they work with their dog and to get rid of the fear, then they can also practice that same feeling in other areas where they might feel fear. And it's just wonderful because a dog is there to support how you feel and your belief. And also, they always give you a chance. 
You know, so you can always make a mistake, and the next day you go and try and do it, do it again. Right, and very forgiving, very yeah, forgiving. Even the moment, so you know, don't don't worry if you make a mistake today. Just make sure you go up there and give your give your best every single time. And and if you can't do it yourself, you can always consult a professional, somebody that coach you, somebody that can you know support or remind you. You know, I, I would love for people to 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 be more family oriented, and you know, the husband and the wife go and walk together. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if the husband has a problem, or the wife has a problem, they help each other. I think this is a, a wonderful way to become a unit because a pack of dogs is a unit. They don't see each other as different; they see as one. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. So hopefully, we can bring that concept back as a family. And a dog is a wonderful teacher, of course. Mm, I, I, I learned so many lessons. I have a cat, but I learned so many lessons from my cat and other people's pets. It's, it's mm-hmm. unbelievable. Isn't Season... it the, the greatest teacher? Yeah, to yeah. me, uh, I'm always learning something. That's what I love, you know, the challenge, because uh, mm-hmm. I'm always learning something. This, you know, season four, uh, this actually uh, uh, on Friday, uh, I'm, I'm dealing with one of my worst case scenarios. Because normally I deal with dogs who are afraid of sound, afraid of sight. You know, mm-hmm. somebody with a hat, somebody with a big coat or, or uh, a shopping cart or whatever. But this particular dog is afraid of smells. No. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> wow, <laughs> dog is afraid of smells. Yep. I up. met one, and her name is Luna. So <laughs> you're going to get to see how, you know, the pack and other, and other you know, approaches that we use. This time we use a little bit of homeopathy homeopathic remedies and and we use uh, acupuncture you know to really help this dog because it was so afraid of you know smells normally dogs are very curious of smell right you know so it was very challenging to me i i almost felt like i was not going to be able to make it but oh. thank you god all right caesar milan host of the dog whisperer author of be the pack leader caesar uh you give back somewhat a lot too uh you and your wife illusion have opened up the uh, caesar and illusion milan foundation uh tell us about the foundation and and what it does you know the foundation is really set up for for rescue organizations i want to teach rescue organizations how to create their own rehabilitation and how to choose the right human for the right dog. Mm. You know what I mean? So they don't get, uh, uh, they don't return their dogs back and, and they mm-hmm. keep saving lives because I know these people mean well, but a lot of times don't have the right common sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And to help them to, to have a, a, a nice setup, you know, like a kennel with treadmills or, and, and pools and things that with, where they can challenge the dog, you know. And, of course, you know, uh, my, my biggest goal is to have psychology centers all over the United States. Mm-hmm. Every state should have one. Oh, absolutely. You know, every state should have one psychology center. So it's really, you know, the foundation is really to, to create what dogs really need in America. Dogs in America, I, I've loved, you know, people love them, but really dogs don't have a place where they can be themselves. Mm-hmm. So we need to Very create true. areas where, you know, you challenge animals, you challenge dog, and you challenge the breed. Oh, that's Excellent. wonderful. Yeah. You let me know when you're ready to come to Michigan. Of course. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot, you're right. It's a lot of lakes over there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a lot of lakes over here. Yeah, and, and water, I will be... you know, especially for the Labradors or, or the water dogs. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So this is the goal. After, you, after people finish walking with the pack, then they do activities with the breed. So if you have a cattle dog, you know, the psychology center is going to have sheep herding areas. If you Wonderful. have a, a water dog, the psychology center is going to have, of course, the pond or, or the pool, whatever. And after that, all these breeds can mingle in, at the dog park. Oh, you know, wonderful. so when, once that you fulfill animal dog breed, what you have is a calm, submissive dog. So and then you, they can practice social behavior. Guarantee you, when we no fights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, you, you know? let me know when you're coming to Michigan. I'll, I'll be, I'll, uh, I'll gladly work for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Caesar, there's there's so much. There's the DVDs, there's the shows, your books, the foundation. Is there a one stop shop to get all the Caesar Milan information? CaesarMilanInc.com. Thank Caesar, you for asking. I Caesar, appreciate it. Yeah. And, you know, people can always, you know. Well, um, there's so much. Ask ask questions and everything. All right. So CaesarMilanInc.com. And there's a way of like sending you emails there and absolutely and find yes. It out. We Great. get a lot of emails and we respond them. Wonderful. I, I do it. All right. Uh, so it's uh, dedicated. The, yes, ma'am. We're well into season four uh, on the National Geographic Channel Friday nights at eight o'clock. Caesar Milan, the Dog Whisperer, the new book, Be the Pack Leader, uh, available now, and I'm sure shooting up to the number one best-selling spot in no time, Caesar. Thanks for your blessing. Uh, <laughs> and uh, thanks so much for taking some time and talking to us. No, thank you guys. Appreciate okay. it. And we'll we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. Thank well. you. Bye. Caesar, it's it's always such a delight uh, to have him, and we mm-hmm. really appreciate that he took some time to uh, to hang out with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, check him out, National Geographic channels, Friday nights, eight o'clock, uh, wherever you are in the country, pretty much. It's uh, Eastern and Pacific at eight. So it's just for a season. Into yes, for a season. Yes. That's like that's like twenty dog seasons. So that's pretty <laughs> impressive. That's, that's just amazing. It is. It really is. And uh, we're not done. We're not oh, no. anywhere near completed with uh, the work we have to do today. Oh, no. uh, on the way, we have our resident mermaid Kelly. She's Oof. gonna she's gonna help us out with uh, with uh, some fish questions. Awesome. We have a, a, an email that came in about fish, and mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, Kelly's gonna help us out with that. Plus uh, your questions as well. Eight hundred two five nine. Nine two three one, and uh, we'd we'd like to to hear from you. Jerry Seinfeld's coming mm-hmm. up in in our in our in our second hour as well. So uh, wow. more, yeah, I did. I was I we were gonna put him right now, and I said, Jerry, can you wait just a little bit because mm-hmm. it would have been just way too much for the first hour. So we sent him to get coffee. Yeah, <laughs> really. Kind and of uh, so he's at yeah uh, <laughs> he, uh, he's at the he's at the corner shop, and uh, so yeah, so uh, he's uh, he'll be back. We're gonna have Jerry Seinfeld on for you. As well, and then right after this, uh, Kelly, our mm-hmm. uh, resident mermaid, is going to help us out mm-hmm. a little bit as well. 800 website, animaltalkradio.com, and it's a way to find out about the podcast. You're like, oh my God, Caesar Milan, I just love his voice. I need to hear that again. <laughs> you can always get the show as a podcast through iradionow.com, and you find the links to that uh, on our website mm-hmm. uh, as to how to get a hold of uh, uh, the podcast. Indeed. Put it in your pocket and uh, make sure it's not the shuffle because that will explode. <laughs> Somebody, somebody shuffled spontaneously combusted in their pocket. Did they really? Yeah. Uh, wow. Some bad batteries, I guess. There's a recall going on. Anyway, but that people stuff. Pet stuff is what we do here. 800 Jamie, Donna, Dr. Brad, Animal Talk. It is America's Pet Show. Hang out for Seinfeld. your boxer short we'll brief you with an answer here on animal talk pet professionals standing by ready and willing to help you out donna's got behavior issues down covered whatever the problem is she's got it covered for you medical issues dr brad is here and if you have a fish question we have our resident mermaid kelly to help out kelly you with us Hi. Hey, Kelly. Thanks for uh, joining the posse tonight. Can you believe the uh, the uh, the lineup? Caesar Milan and Jerry Seinfeld in one show. 
I know it's unbelievable, and me, and <laughs> our resident roommate Kelly. I can't. Uh, I can't. They were it. they were amazed that you were here. That's, That's right. Like, they just wouldn't stop talking about it. That's a, they were they were excited too. So Jerry <laughs> Seinfeld still to come. Wonderful time with uh, Caesar Milan and uh, your phone calls as well. We have Ken on the line in Michigan. Ken, welcome to Animal Talk. Hello there, Ken. What's uh, what's going on with your dog? Well, I got an eleven year old uh, Boston Terrier, and he's been healthy. All his life up until about a couple of weeks ago, and uh, he can't uh, walk. He's uh, fallen down, and he's uh, just seems pretty weak. Mm-hmm. And it came all of a sudden, and uh, he's been a healthy dog. I haven't taken him to the vet yet uh, to see what was wrong. Uh, I wanted to see if maybe he was just having a little uh, sickness or something. Well, I don't know what, what, what could be wrong with them. I've right. been giving them baby aspirins. I thought maybe he had arthritis. Okay, Ken. Okay. Has this been going on consistently? Do we do every, are we able to walk at all, or are we always falling down no matter what? No, no, no. Just when he wakes up and from bed, you know, from sleeping, or when he's uh, been resting for quite a while. But it just, it just happened, though. Yeah, I'm betting, you're, I'm betting you're onto something about the arthritis. At least I'm hoping so. The problem you get into is when you have um, a, a dog that's older. And again, 11 years old is about 75. Yeah. Okay, so we're not a spring chicken. And as you know, if you know of anyone who's uh, 75 years old, you know life, well, it's, it's a lot harder to get around. It's a lot harder to do things. Your body just doesn't respond the way it used to. And so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking arthritis is entering in. But you can't sell short the possibility of something going on within the spinal column, something along that line, too. So I guess what I would recommend to you, um, I think that getting checked out by the vet would be a really good thing. And it's not going to be a, it's, it's, well, you, when you go to the vet, you're always scared it's going to be something that'll be a death sentence. It's not going to be something good. It's not going to be something we can take care of. But you know what? There's so many different medications there that can make things so much better and not very intense things either. There's some medications you can get. Um, uh, carprofen is a really good medication. Your vet's going to talk to you about them. But there's a number of them out there that can help. And if you get things checked out, maybe get an X-ray of those hips, maybe check to make sure everything's okay neurologically. On the other side of it, the vet might have something you can ex- can extend this dog's life uh, pretty much indefinitely and give us a happier life for that time, too. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully make it more comfortable. Yeah, he's not overweight or anything either. Okay. So, good. Yeah. I, I, good. you know, he's not losing his uh, strength for that. Yeah, these guys, the Bulldogs, the Bostons, the Pugs, those dogs tend to have pretty poor hips as a rule. And so that's why I'm hoping it's just arthritis, and that's why it's bad when we're waking up. Yeah. But that being said, it's worth checking out. And, uh, again, it's either going to be you'll either get an answer you need or an answer you want. And so it's worth finding out. Go and check with your vets, and I hope you get good news from that. All right, Ken, thanks Thank so much you very for the much. call. Good thanks luck for the now. call. Let us know what happens. 800-259-9231. Want to help you with your pet. The website, animaltalkradio.com. You can email us there, questions at animaltalkradio.com. Brad, do we got a, an email question? Sure do. Starts out like this. Dear Animal Talk. You've got mail, baby. Yeah. Thank you. I have recently bought some guppies, three males and one female, and have put them into a room temperature terracotta bowl with some white cloud mountain minnows, lots of plants and rocks, etc. One of the males died on the first day, but the others are fine and have been there now for about three to four weeks. After about a week of seeming quite happy, one of the males started to spend all his time behind the rocks 
only coming out to feed. Soon both males were doing this, and when they do come out, they're immediately chased back in again by the female. What do you think might be wrong? I thought that maybe the female had laid eggs and they were being fertilized, but this has been going on for nearly two weeks. Help, and this is signed Kenneth. And, uh, uh, you know, is this a, is it sounds like maybe it's a Rosie O'Donnell fish. Yeah. Is that what should be going on <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, so, Kelly, what do we what do we got going on? Well, there's a lot of things that I need to know about this tank that these fish are in, like the size of it, how much room they have to swim around, the mm-hmm. oxygen levels in it, et cetera. But guppies have a very complicated social structure. Yeah. And usually the males are aggressive. But, you know, like in any social structure in the animal kingdom, if you mess it up, there could be conflicts. So... It's very possible that there could be a soap opera going on in this guy's tank right now. Oh, you know, really? the males may have been trying to try to have been aggressive, and the female kind of put him in check. Or, you know, there's a lot of scenarios that could take place. But that would be my first instinct. Do you think she killed the first male as a warning? <laughs> entirely, it's entirely possible. You know, I mean, they're complicated creatures. <laughs> <laughs> Let Jimmy be a lesson to you. You come around the little diver guy, you're going to get in trouble. This is my exactly. turn. Exactly. <laughs> you know, the female might be a little larger or something and claim 90% of the water in that tank. And oh. the male's got nothing left to do but hide. That's Welcome to so. America. Jamie, Donna, Dr. Brad, Animal Talk. It is America's Pet Show. I'm one of Is your praying mantis agnostic? Well, give Animal Talk a call. And as an extra special treat, like a little sugar on top there, we got her resident, uh, something witty. Our resident mermaid with us, Kelly, to uh, help out with fish and aquarium questions as well. Uh, and Kelly, thanks for uh, hanging out with us. We do have another email here we wanted to get to. Okay. All right. Uh, dear Animal Talk. <gasps> a chain letter. I touched it! I touched it! What's the difference between goldfish and koi? Are koi just big goldfish? And this is well, it's Joy Boy nine two two three. So we don't. I don't that, but but uh, you know, I've always wondered because I used to have a big goldfish back when I was a kid, and I thought he was just being koi. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, what uh, is are are they the same thing or are they different? They're in the same family, mm, okay, but they're not the same animal. Okay, so they've got you know the same background like chimps and gorillas do. Okay, they're just, they're just another, another extension. Okay, right. something that uh, that could cohabitate in a tank together. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. They wouldn't. You shouldn't see too many problems. Okay. As long as you don't carp on them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Fish, there are more fish puns <laughs> than anything. I can write fish puns all day. Holy mackerel. And you'll have fin, fin, fin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course, uh, the way to get those email questions into us is very simple. You visit our website, animaltalkradio.com, and there's uh, links to uh, email each and every one of us directly. Uh, the general mailbox is questions at animaltalkradio.com and you send those in and, and we definitely get back to them coming up in the next hour Jerry Seinfeld 
Mm. Uh, he has a new movie coming out, the B movie, oh, and uh, funny animated feature, uh, great fun for the whole family. And uh, we had an opportunity to talk to Jerry about uh, his life in general, <laughs> and, the, and we talked talked about the B movie a little bit too. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so Jerry Seinfeld coming up in the next hour. Very uh, very gracious enough to uh, spend some time with us, and so we're very excited to bring that to you coming up. And uh, your question. And his movie, the B-movie, animated masterpiece, more animated masterpieces uh-huh. on our website, animaltalkradio.com. Brad's cartoons, they are, they are very, very funny. you got to check those out. Check our website out, animaltalkradio.com. And uh, they're Halloween-themed because we're into October. And uh, so there you go. Check those out. Kelly, thanks for uh, helping us out with those fish questions. We'll get you back if uh, we come up with some more. You got it. And uh, got another hour of Animal Talk on the way. Your pet questions and Jerry Seinfeld. Woo. Donna, Brad, Jamie, Animal Talk. It is America's Pet Show. And, of course, uh, the pet professionals are here ready to help out. Donna, of course, has all your training and behavior issues covered for you. And the man sitting across from me. I'm Dr. Brad Davis here to answer any veterinary questions that you might have. And if you have a problem with the reptile, something cold-blooded, our bork buddy Rourke. Uh, from reptilesafari.org can help you out there as well. My name is Jamie, just trying to make sure everybody has a good time. He is the Peter Weller of radio. (laughs) My ever-changing moods. Brad, we were so jammed up in the first hour with everything we had to get to. We had our resident mermaid, Kelly, with us. Mm -hmm. We had Caesar Milan, the dog whisperer, on in the first hour. Mm -hmm. And if everybody missed that, of course, you can always check it out again in our podcast. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Caesar Milan, the dog whisperer, was on uh, to to have a little chit-chat with us and uh, previewing the fact that Jerry Seinfeld is going to be on with us here in the second hour. And, uh, of course, uh, uh, just amazing, the, the, the star it's power huge. on the show today. But I, I neglected to ask you how your week went. Well, it's nothing compared to all this. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is, it's just like saying, how was your week before Christmas? This is <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> it is. It is. I mean, it's just, it's just, uh, just, an, uh, just amazing. We, we've had, we actually had a sad week at the clinic. Oh. It was very sad. We had a lot of our older uh, patients that have been having trouble for a very long time yeah. have, uh, finally passed this huh. week, and uh, one of them was a cat that's been had renal failure, been treated every Saturday uh, for three and a half years. You're only supposed to live about six months with that, but this oh. three and a half years, it's been doing well. Well, that's great and, news. Uh, yep, and but till now, till now, and uh, they, they weren't here. This, so it was very sad to see them that they weren't there yesterday. But still, uh, still, what uh, uh, you know, it's just one of those parts of the deal. It's part of what happened. But, yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it's uh, not been uh, nothing. Nothing other is very exciting. What about you, James? So Saturdays with Fluffy are over. Saturdays, yes. Uh, the, the, every morning they would come in to get the fluids and visit. It was always very nice, and uh, it, seemed, it seemed odd not having them there. Mm-hmm. It, it, I thought they would show up just to show up. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but anyway, but they didn't. Uh, what about you, Jamie? What, what, so we were, my we week, were... uh, homecoming with uh, at the high school where I teach, mm-hmm. uh, so homecoming festivities. And then, uh, you know, got to go and, and, and sit down, have the sit down with Jerry Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, he came into town with the two directors of uh, the B-movie, mm-hmm. uh, and they, they showed us clips of the movie, which, by the way, is going to be uh, a great film for the family. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good, really good family, family film, something you can really... Sink your teeth into for, mm-hmm. for the entire for the entire family. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's good adult 
humor in it. It's not adult humor, but the big kids will get a good laugh out of the jokes, you know, <laughs> that they'll, they're on our plane. And is, then a lot of the, the, the young kids, they're, it's just a funny talking bee. Is it, a, is it Seinfeld-like humor? Is it, is it, is it uh, humor at that level as Seinfeld, or is it humor like, uh, like cutesy movie humor? I mean, it's, 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 it's smart humor? It has both. It, it is very, there is very, very smart humor in it, and then there's the good slapstick shtick uh, for the kids. And just the fact that it's animated, they can do so many ridiculous things, you know. Uh, there's one point where the bees, like, gets in, in, in an apartment, and then he's, like, trying to leave, and he's, like, bumping into the window. And he's like, maybe this time, maybe this time, maybe this time, maybe this time. <laughs> he's, like, he's bumping his head against the... This, and then, this, this time, time, time. And, uh, it's good. It's, you know, so, the, the, yeah, so there's good, there's good slapstick in it. Well, Jerry Seinfeld, of course, is, uh, even before his show, he was... He, he was a comedian you would quote. He had a joke I remember from years ago, mm-hmm. and I don't want to step on him here, but he, he once said about birds, you know about the bird flying that no. flies into the mirror? Yeah. He, says, he, says, he says, I can understand the bird thinking that the mirror <laughs> is more room, but why does he keep flying into the other bird? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and so, <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> which, is, which is just that, that uh, genius. So, yeah. so a, true, a true comedy genius. And uh, really is. that's great. And so, then, yeah, we have, uh, so my week was filled with uh, getting together with Caesar Milan and uh, getting together with Jerry Seinfeld, uh, and we're bringing it together here tonight on the radio show. We get to bring uh, all that fun to you guys. Have you thought of making a movie of the three of you? Yeah. I... <laughs> Caesar, Jerry, and me. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, no. No. That's, that, wasn't, uh, that wasn't part of the deal. Mm-hmm. Um, not at all. So, <laughs> But if you missed the Caesar Milan interview, you can always uh, check it out on the, on the podcast. Given that your uh, MP3 player doesn't spontaneously combust in your pocket, uh, (laughs) you should be all right and be able to download this. And uh, although downloading this show could very well make it spontaneously combust uh, because of all the good stuff going on uh, through our website, animaltalkradio.com. And you can check out the uh, podcast through iradionow.com. Uh, there's lots of information, animal information up on the website, uh, sites that we like, products that we, uh, put our little stamp of approval on, things that we've, uh, and not, not, you know, not really paid endorsements. They're just things that we've found that, uh, work. And it's always amazing because there's hundreds, literally thousands upon thousands of new pet products every year. And when we find something that actually does the job of making your life uh, simpler and saner with your pet, then we like to pass that on. So all that information on our website, animaltalkradio.com and a way to get a hold of us electronically as well questions at animaltalkradio.com that's a good way to touch base with us there as well um send in the emails we get to those when we can and uh it's halloween it's october brad's cartoons Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. funny stuff Mm -hmm. uh they're very uh speaking of animated classics Mm -hmm. like seinfeld's b movie will be uh brad's cartoons are are Animated stills, yes, <laughs> and uh, so not not so animated, but uh, <laughs> it's that's an oxymoron, it's, isn't it's, it? It's really not quite Disney magic. They're, but they're drawings. <laughs> they're Brad's Brad's drawings, just, and so you can check those out. But they're hilarious. <laughs> you'll be laughing and shaking so much you'll think they're alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you move your screen up and down, it's like they're moving. 
It really is. Oh, mercy. <laughs> if you rub your eyes really hard before you look at them, <laughs> if you like them more. Exactly. But uh, good stuff there uh, on the website from, from Dr. Brad. You can check those out. And that's all. The one-stop shop for that, animaltalkradio.com. And, uh, of course, that's uh, Donna's uh, got some... Uh, tips up on the website that you can always check back to and get a hold of us electronically there too. Mm-hmm. Questions at animaltalkradio.com. And like I said, Jerry Seinfeld is is on the way. Before too mm-hmm. long, we will be we will be tuning in to the fun that was hanging out with Jerry. And and we're, what we're doing is giving you time to call your neighbors mm-hmm. and your friends and and also if you have a, like a personal taping device, this is a great time to pick it up. That's that would be uh You've got well, a well-played plan at this point. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And the mails are, are just floating in, mm-hmm. as, as we, so we'll be getting to those, um, the emails uh, drifting in as, as we do this. So definitely uh, we'll get back to you um, and as soon as we possibly can and uh, get you some good quality pet information via mm-hmm. the email. We'll get back to you 24, 48 hours for sure during the week, and then when we're live here on the show, we get to those uh, as the way to tune in uh, via the phone line and get linked in. It's a great way to do that. So, all that coming up, uh, Rourke from ReptileSafari.org is going to be with us to help you with uh, your cold-blooded critters. Brad's got the medical issues down. Donna, she's always good for the behavior issues. And I'm Jamie. I'm just going to make sure everybody has fun. 800 Animal Talk. It is America's Pet Show. Is your starfish becoming a diva? Well, give Animal Talk a call. Whatever the problem is, pet professionals ready and willing to help you out. AnimalTalkRadio.com is the website. And I uh, had Caesar Milan on in the first hour today. And the stars, it's just, it just the cavalcade of stars on Animal Talk today. Jerry Seinfeld has a new movie. It's called The Bee Movie. And he came into town to talk to us. He had a little round table. A group of reporters came in to uh, talk to him. I had the opportunity to be there and uh, be part of the questioning of, of Jerry. And when you get a round table when you do these interviews and they just kind of pile the media in. You never know who you're going to be with. If there's going to be these brilliant people there with you or you're going to be running with the big dogs or if you'll have some complete absolute morons with you. And uh, guess guess what I got? How how far up the food chain are we? We're far up far up enough to to have an audience with Jerry, and yet uh, be lumped in with just uh, babbling idiots. So the first guy question out of the box, you know, Jerry's like, "Oh, can we talk to anybody?" And uh, the interview begins. The guy comes up with a question about baseball, and in the movie, the Jerry's new movie, the B movie, uh, the little character is wearing a little hat a Mets hat at some point I guess that's a baseball team okay yes okay and uh he was like what about uh the collapse of the Mets as the second greatest collapse in baseball and then I'm just looking at the kid like what and Jerry was cordial enough because he is a big baseball fan to uh to answer oh okay that's interesting baseball stuff I'm not I don't remember that that well well I don't know how you feel so you're a Mets fan oh you're a Yankee well I'll tell you I um first First of all, you got to accept whatever happens in baseball. That's the beauty of baseball. There is nothing. The weirder, the better. That's part of what makes the game fascinating is because things that have never happened continue to happen. You know, like when um, Julio Franco hits a home run at 41, you go, that's really cool. You didn't think you would see things that, that didn't occur before. 
But um, there, I think there's a little problem with the attitude on the team that that uh, caused that um, collapse. I think it's not just this, you know, capricious, weird lightning striking and everything going to hell. I think if you don't play the game the right way with the with the certain humility, like being a comedian, um, I know, even though I've been very successful in my craft, I know that one of the keys to being successful is humility. Because if you actually get to a point where you think that you're bigger or better than the game, or you should don't need to show respect to your game, whatever your game may be, the, the game will come back and smack you down for that. Maybe the, the karma is a word for that. But I, I do believe there was something wrong in the attitude of the way they were playing the game, and I think it came back and bit them. And I think so I actually felt like there was a good lesson in this for them and for me and, uh, and perhaps for all of us. But that's what I love about baseball is I, you, I see life in it. I see these different psychological dramas uh, unfold. Not to take up our, all our time with baseball talk, which I could easily do. So the interview continues on from there. And someone asked Jerry about uh, comedy in general. He just has this general question. There was a controversy in the last year about Stephen Colbert and, and possibly stealing a joke. And the person wanted to know about that. And he, so he asked Jerry, what do you think about co- comedians being accused of, of stealing jokes? It's funny. <laughs> it's very funny. Um, the guy who accused Stephen Colbert, I thought, did a very good job of making that funny. I don't know if you read that thing that he wrote on the Internet about it. It was very funny, you know, complaining about it. But the fact is... Most of the time, people think that someone is stealing their jokes. The joke wasn't that great that you are the only one in the world that can think of it. You know what I mean? We're not geniuses. Most comedians tend to think along similar lines. So a lot of the times you can assume, I I like to assume, that's probably what happened. And if it didn't, then, then write another joke. There's no whining in comedy. Okay, so finally, finally after we get through these, we're on to questions about the B movie. Okay. So we, we did, we did get to see parts of the movie. They didn't show us the entire movie. Uh, but they were able to show us, uh, bits of it. So our, our question was, <laughs> is it done yet or not? That's what we wanted to know. So was the movie finished? We asked Jerry, uh, is it finished or is there, uh, more tweaking to do? Well, it's already been tweaked. Okay. It's been, it's tweaked to death, this movie. And, uh, we finished it a week ago, Sunday. And uh, the night before we finished it, I put in one more joke. Uh, And so they took the movie away with my claw marks still on the uh, DVD cassette. So how different, when you added that last joke, how difficult is it to do the animation around it? Well, you can't at that point. If it's, it was, this was really like 1130 at night, right before they go, we got to get this thing out of here or we're not going to have enough time to make all the prints for the make the release dates and all these things are on schedules. So it, it was a line where the characters, it, it was, uh, you just see a plane and he, you hear his voice. So I was able to just uh, loop it in there. It took a long time to get this movie in the can, almost four years. Uh, the question was, did you take your time making the movie and was it uh, a lot of effort? Uh, and, and was it demanding, demanding like uh, the TV show? Um, it's similar, similar. I mean, I, I don't think there's anything in this world that comes out well without someone really putting some effort into it so i don't people say to me oh four years that must have been awful that was so long well the time was going to go by anyway 
it'd be it'd still be the same exact date today, whether I had made the movie or not. What kind of hours did you put in, and what was your work week like? Uh, well, for the past three years, I almost all day, every day. I mean, because I was involved in in design, animation, directing, um, casting, recording. I, I was I was. In, am I boring you? Was the effort different from the TV show? It's different. Well, it's different because the show you don't have animation; you have live people. But someone's got to rehearse with those actors. Someone's got to write those scripts. Someone's got to edit those scenes. Someone's got to rewrite the stuff that didn't work. It's about equal. The days are 24 hours. I spend about seven of them sleeping, and then I go to work, and then I eat. I take breaks to eat and drink. And uh, but a lot of we worked a lot of weekends. Show business is hard. You put a lot of time into it. But the thing about it is, it's because it's fun. And you're doing making fun things. I mean, it's a toy department, so it you know it's not so bad. It's not bad. So Jerry, were you more comfortable being a bee than an actual live action character? It makes me more comfortable that I'm a bee. If this was like a regular movie with me just trying to be Jack Handsome or some you know date movie where the girl walks into a pole and with a mini skirt and everybody thinks that's funny. Um, I kind of did that. I did romantic comedy is something that um, I think I did. I did 90 hours of that. So I'm more I was comfortable because I was going to give the audience a different flavor and a different tone, a different just a whole different image of something that they would expect from me. My next thing, I'm going to be a dancing bear. (laughs) So Jerry Seinfeld, I think he just snapped on uh, uh, Dane Cook there. (laughs) Oh, my. We got more with Jerry Seinfeld uh, in the interview coming up. Uh, so stay close. Plus, your pet questions, 800-259-9231. Jerry Seinfeld talking about the Bee Movie and your questions next on Animal Talk. in the Hotel California? Well, give Animal Talk a call. Whatever the problem is, we have pet professionals, the stars of Animal Knowledge, ready and willing to help you out. Speaking of stars, been a a star-studded show today, without a doubt, and that's not an overstatement. In the first hour, talking to uh, Cesar Milan, the dog whisperer, and in this hour, we've had the pleasure of revisiting uh, an interview, roundtable interview from earlier this week. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld's out promoting his new movie, The Bee Movie, and he was able to uh, come into town, and, and I had a chance to sit down with him. The thing is, uh, these roundtable interviews, you sit down with a, a group uh, of reporters, and, and sometimes you get lumped in with people that are, oh, I don't know, <laughs> strange or... Um, Maybe you weren't as prepared. Yeah. No, I don't know. I just... Uh, yeah. So, uh, anyway, we... We were able to talk to Jerry. He's been talking about the, the his movie, the B movie, and uh, it just putting a, a ton of effort into it. He's been doing this for the last uh, four years, working on this movie, and uh, just just tweaking it and tweaking it. And we did get to see parts of it, and it is is a lot of fun. And uh, we're gonna head back to uh, what was happening at the roundtable interview with Jerry Seinfeld. Okay, at this point, the interview digresses again. I can't even. 
I can't even begin to wrap my head around or comment on this next woman's questions. Uh, the audio is a little rough on her part. Listen closely. And I, I, I think Jerry wanted to smack her. I know. I know I did. Yes. Um, when you were on Seinfeld, the themes there, the characters were ambiguously Jewish. But in the scenes that you showed us, I counted like three references to, to Jews and Jewishness, um, the B-ish thing. Well, I think you, you're actually incorrect. There was no references to Jewish. They're not Jewish. They're B-ish. Okay, versus the Wash. So yeah. I um, and I was just wondering, you know, you're Jewish. The three principles of, uh, of DreamWorks, the, the founding principles were... <laughs> And I'm just wondering, I'm Jewish, I'm Bish too, but, yes. but um, <laughs> I was just wondering, so should the rest of the country care about these kinds of references? There's only 5.2 million Jews. Does Hollywood sort of have an obsession with this, with, with these people, and is that justified? Is it justified for Hollywood to be obsessed with Jews? Yeah, is that your question? Yeah. Like- First of all, we don't know if they are. Second of all... How could we determine if it's justified or not? There seems to be a preoccupation. Well, people are preoccupied with who they are. Whatever you are, if you're black, if you're Spanish, you're preoccupied with it because it's what you are. I don't think it's being preoccupied. You look in the mirror, you see it every day. There's no getting around it. You know what I mean? I'm sure when I get a little bit older and I'm really old and disgusting, I will be only interested in old people. I'm already only interested in married people. I don't talk with single people. I don't talk with single guys. You know, to me, a single guy is, you know, it's like they have a girlfriend. I tell them that's wiffle ball, you know, (laughs) talk to me when you're playing the real game. So it's not an obsession. It's just everyone talks. Everyone has to deal with who they are and has to work from that point. I understand your wife has a book about how to sneak nutrition into food. Yes. Is she the, the uh, nourishing parent and you're the strict parent? or? No, she's strict and nourishing, and I'm just for amusement purposes. <laughs> okay, so back to the movie, if, if we can. Uh, the person wanted to know, is there a message to the movie? What, what, did, uh, what did Jerry want people to get out or, or take from this movie? Um, I really just want people to have a good time. I'm just trying to put a smile on a face. You know, it's just like I don't ever have really the ambition of uh, I don't want to break people's hearts or make them see the world in a totally different way. I just want them to go in and forget about their problems for an hour and a half, maybe turn off their phone and, and just uh, have a good time. But there are a couple of little secret messages in the movie that you might pick up on. One of the reporters asked Jerry how this fit into his body of work. How does it compare? Um, does it match or, or top what he's done? Well, uh, well, the, the, the way it fits in is that by doing something like this, there's no attempt to match it or top it. It's doing something different. And I kind of feel like any artist, that's your responsibility, is to create new things for the public to entertain people and to divert their attention so that's what they pay you for is they let me forget about my life for an hour and a half so the best way to do that is to make something new so i'm not trying to top myself or uh or uh what was the other thing whatever it was match it yeah not match it or top it step to uh, a, a new world i'm just trying to step into a new world and try and bring the audience with me and another question was is this the first of many animated films for Jerry Seinfeld? I think it's the first of many more animated films, but not from me. Um, <laughs> I think they are going to keep making them. 
But uh, I, I, I have no plans of any kind. I have never planned anything in my career. The only thing I know is I will continue to be a stand-up comedian. That is my real job. And uh, I don't know. Hopefully the next thing I do will be as different from this as this was from other things and that uh, people will enjoy it. And I, I think people will all the way around this uh, the B movie. Uh, it like I said, there's there's good jokes that the big kids are gonna get, and only the big kids are gonna get. And mm-hmm. then there's a lot of good funny slapstick and just funny comedy and bits uh, that little kids are gonna get. So the B movie Jerry Seinfeld, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. just good all the way around. It's it's gonna be it's it, it's it's an amusing uh, worth the uh, what twenty fifty dollars a movie cost now. <laughs> <laughs> is it a musical? <laughs> are there is there music in it? Because almost every it seems like it's a requirement that there's a song in every every. Uh, cartoon uh i'm sorry animated feature animated feature yes oh my uh, i was uh, talking to the stewardess about that the other day it's just no sorry the flight attendant i'm sorry so uh <laughs> <laughs> but no i just there's because jerry I, I can't picture him singing no okay no um I, i'm trying to think uh the, the again we didn't get to see the whole movie they showed us several lengthy clips uh as the directors kind of narrated what was going on in between uh, but uh, I don't uh, recollect there being a song uh, that they shared with us. But there might be, like uh, that movie Meet the Robinsons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It wasn't really a, a song in that, but it wrapped up with that uh, Rob Thomas song. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, maybe there might, who knows, there could be some uplifting little ditty towards the end or something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that uh, they've pieced together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, but it's 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 good. Jerry's yeah. Jerry's very cordial, and uh, I, 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 there there's some there's some just really funny parts. Uh, he's like got a bit with Chris Rock that is just hilarious, uh, and uh, yeah, so it's 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 good. It's uh, and the the promos that they're doing for it that uh, you're gonna start seeing on uh, on TV. It's kind of like behind the scenes, the making of movie magic, the B movie, and and it, it's it's Jerry. Uh, they previewed a few of these uh, these trailers, these promo trailers, and they have really nothing to do with the movie. It's just like, and here's our animators, and uh, you know they show all these people sleeping in the lobby and and everything. Mm-hmm. It's like bathing in the fountain out front, and it's how how they oh. work them to death. Another one, uh, it's like the coffee boy comes in and tries to make a suggestion about the movie, and then they're like, they're like, yeah, we need more racially diverse bees yeah we need a you know can we we can get a mexican bee in there yeah we could do that and then the coffee guy's like what about a scuba diving bee and they all just kind of all the guys around the round table just start looking at him going how about an interrupting bee oh. how about uh we're gonna lose our coffee minimum wage job bee and they kicked him out and they're like and then somebody goes uh do you know what that kid's last name was and he's like no like Spielberg, Jerry goes running after him. <laughs> and the next scene, the kids run a thing, and Jerry's running coffee. So. Oh, that's cute. It's funny. It's funny. All right, you're a pet question. Is your boxer short? We'll brief you with an answer here on Animal Talk. Pet professionals, I like to call them the stars of animal knowledge. Ready and willing to help you out. 800 and uh, just a great day so far. I had Caesar Milan on in the uh, the first hour there. Just got done with an interview with uh, Jerry Seinfeld about the new B-movie and uh, other crazy questions people are asking him. And, uh, of course, you can always check that out uh, via podcast, uh, always available through uh, iradionow.com, and you can find that link uh, on our website, animaltalkradio.com, and you can find our podcast through there. And uh, hook that up. And, uh, of course, uh, get hooked up with us electronically. Send us uh, your email questions to questions 
at AnimalTalkRadio.com. And, uh, of course, we like to uh, keep you informed as well. So we like mm-hmm. to uh, scour the news and uh, find all the information, all the stories out there, animal stories, and uh, bring it to you in a segment we like to call the National Animal. Your radio tabloid news source. The National Animal. Brad, what what is in the news? Ashish space cakes become chicken friendly. This from Amsterdam. Amsterdam's famed coffee shops are turning to free-range eggs for their hashish space cakes to reduce the suffering of chickens. <laughs> coffee shop owners were completely unaware and shocked that their space cakes were not animal-friendly, said a spokeswoman for the Dutch animal rights group, Bakker Deer, campaigning against the use of eggs from chickens kept caged on battery farms. Four large shops have switched to free-range eggs, and 20 more plan to follow, she said. The shops get through hundreds of eggs a week for their space cakes, which are baked with marijuana or hashish and can give an intense high the coffee shops, where marijuana can be smoked openly in a relaxed atmosphere, are one of Amsterdam's biggest tourist draws. As for comment, a coffee shop patron said, <laughs> Hey, dude, what if cows laid eggs? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dogs handlers learn to boogie in disco. This from Wisconsin. Ricky the Dalmatian spun across the floor with his 68-year-old handler. The high-stepping Marianne Courtley, the two were one of 23 pairs of handlers and pets participating in a three-day dog dancing class that ended Sunday at the Army Lake Camp. Uh, handlers pay $275 each for a room, meals, and lessons on everything from costumes to music to training tactics. They learn twists, passes, cha-cha steps, and other movements, slinking across the floor with their furry friends. While dancing with woofs, canine freestyle dance cap reported to be the first in the region enthusiasts have been dancing with dogs since the 1980s they formed the world canine freestyle organization in 1999 in freestyle dancing the handlers and dogs work to be artistic and creative many also do heel work to music which combines obedience and dance uh the dogs have something in common with dancing with the stars performer wayne newton they both have two left feet (laughs) thank you i like that one You'll see this coming. Oh, okay. Be ready. All right. Town says team can't keep pet rooster. This from Irwin, Pennsylvania. Melissa, Melissa Hensler got the most unusual pet prize from her township two years ago for her pet rooster. But now the same township says the bird is a farm animal in a residential area and it's got to go. The parents of the 13-year-old girl say they may file a lawsuit against the zoning decision by North Huntington Township officials. Melissa has raised the rooster named Sunday with eight other chickens for six years. But in July, say parents Barb and Don Hensler, a neighbor complained that they were raising chickens and the township's attitude changed. The prize that Sunday won two years ago, quote, is no substitute for township law, unquote. Code enforcement officer Mike David Stitt said, chickens are farm animals. You can call them pets if you like, but they are still foul, Stitt said. The town, a township board rejected the Hensler's request for a zoning exception, leading to their consideration of court action. The township officials considered letting her have the rooster for six months a year, but decided they didn't want her to go off half cocked. Uh. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Mercy's sakes. <laughs> you know what? It's just all the excitement uh-huh. about Seinfeld. It's just, it's hard to follow. I'm, oh. I'm following Seinfeld. Yeah. I mean, you can't. How do you follow Seinfeld? You don't follow Seinfeld. No, no. Not, li- not without a ratings boost. No. 
Uh, 800-259-9231. We want to help you with your pet. And, uh, yeah, if you want to check out uh, those interviews again, if you missed them, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, of course, it's always available through our website, through the podcast, uh, iradionow.com. And those are all available on our website, animaltalkradio.com. And uh, just a great way to uh, just uh, tune in and uh, have yourself imploding MP3 player uh, in your pocket and uh, check it out at your leisure whenever whenever you'd like. Uh, questions at AnimalTalkRadio.com is the way to get a hold of us electronically. Do you happen to, sure to have one uh, over there? You start them out like this, dear Animal Talk. Message coming in, sir. What do you guys tease reptile owners so much? I like reptiles and I'm not weird. I have a good job and a family of four. Can you please tell me what makes you tease the reptile owners so much? And this is signed William. Oh, well, you get stereotypes, right? And mm-hmm. it's it's just fun to play with uh, the the reptile owners. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's 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 amusing to us. We we love the reptile owners. Yes, and because because Jamie and I and Jamie will admit this really, we're both nerds. Oh, massive. And without reptile owners, we'd be the biggest nerds. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, so we really appreciate you guys. Thank That's you. That's right. So, no, uh, we're just teasing. It's just, it's just playful. Yeah. We have nothing. All in good. All in good yes. fun. All in good fun. Uh, the only thing serious on the show is Brad's good advice. Yes. Everything spewing forth from my mouth. Pay no mind to. <laughs> Accept uh, the phone number and get help with your pet. Jamie, Donna, Dr. Brad, Animal Talk. It is America's Pet Show. Well, all right. Watch out. Watch out. Is your starfish becoming a diva? Well, give Animal Talk a call. The stars of animal knowledge, pet professionals, ready and willing to uh, help you out. And if we could become famous by osmosis, we would be rock stars today. Oh, boy. Uh, On the show with us earlier, Caesar Milan, the dog whisperer, into his fourth season of uh, the show Mm -hmm. on the National Geographic Channel. Had him on in the first hour. Just got done talking to Mm -hmm. Jerry Mm -hmm. Seinfeld about his new B movie. And uh, just been a, a rock and roll kind of day. I... I, I feel touched by greatness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when and when and when you get greatness, right? I mean, you have to, you know. Oh yeah. Become better yourself. That's it just, right. It's just it's a, when you play when you played in the big leagues, it it rubs off on you. Absolutely. And uh, we like to have a little fun along the oh. way ourselves. Who's bad? It's time for the bad animal joke of the week. Who's bad? That's right, the bad animal joke of the week. If you would like to send one in, we would uh, be happy to subject everyone else to it. The bad animal joke of the week. Send it to me, Jamie at AnimalTalkRadio.com. Jamie at AnimalTalkRadio.com. Can you do a Jerry Seinfeld impersonation as you read the joke? No. Okay. <laughs> I tried doing. I can't. I don't. I don't. I can't do it. What's up with the bad animal joke of the week? I, it's, I don't know. It's not. I can't even. Do You're it. closer to Matthew Perry. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, bad animal joke of the week. Okay, and actually, uh, I was on me, the other radio station earlier today, uh, the pop station, DVD, mm-hmm. and uh, someone called in and said, can you can you record this and put it on the air? I want to tell you a joke. I'm like, no, but you can tell me the joke. And they're like, all right. So, knock, knock. Uh, who's there? And they're coming into Halloween. So, she says, boo. Boo-hoo. Don't cry. <laughs> It'll be Okay. <laughs> 
Someone called me with that joke, literally, on the air and wanted me to do that on the... Which means they were so moved by it when they heard it. They were like, ooh, I got to get this out gotta... to everybody. Yeah, so there you go. Bad animal joke of the week. <laughs> the jokes are bad. Send them in to me, Jamie, at AnimalTalkRadio.com. I won't put it on the, the Top 40 Pop Station, but oh, for our show. Yeah. We'll, we'll make a music bed and uh, spend a whole segment on it. <laughs> uh, you, well i guess i was wrong about it rubbing off so yeah but i you know so uh dvd actually is a pretty hot station it's, mm-hmm. it's two years running has been nominated for uh station of the year wow. uh, record radio and record magazine for the hot ac station mm-hmm. uh in the year and my program director the program director of the year ron harrell over there he's mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. good guy and so, how long have you been with the station uh, four years. So uh, I've had a, I got a piece of that going. It took you two years to straighten them out. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks to Caesar Milan for joining us. Thanks for Jerry Seinfeld for taking time when he was in town to, to talk with us. And uh, thank you for being here and, and subjecting it. Kelly, our resident mermaid, she helped out today as well. And uh, just everybody, always, uh, we appreciate you uh, spending some time with us. And I uh, hope you take a little something with you. At least a very, very least a, a smile. If you need us during the week, animaltalkradio.com. Animaltalkradio.com. You can send us your email questions from there. Until next time, have an exotic week. And kiss your wild thing for me. Storm in the castle, 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 stor